I will urge all of you, please turn on your videos, get a notebook and a pen. And um, because this is a very, it's going to be a continuous series until the Lord brings um, or ushers us into another place. And this series is titled Christ Consciousness. Hello, can you hear me? This is titled Christ Consciousness. And we begin today uh, with a very wonderful subtopic or subheading, which is titled Christ Reality. Christ Reality. Um, please, I, I want you to, the word of God, every day I say this, and I cannot stop saying it, and I will say it every day. The word of God is received in humility. If you know, whenever the word comes, the word comes daily. So what you know is not what the word is about to say or what the word is about to be demonstrated unto us. Oftentimes, we have come to the realization of the word of God, Charlie, me, I've heard it over and over and over and over, you know, me, you know, I keep hearing the word of God, I know the Bible. No, that's an error. So before we begin this series, I want you to note this. The first thing that you must note, that the word of God is practical. We don't just listen to the word of God. The word of God is not entirely about listening. Though listening plays the most, or one of the most important parts, the word of God isn't entirely about listening. The word of God is listening and practicing. In the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus said, He who hears my words and puts it into action will be likened unto a man. So the word of God, when you hear, it must be an active word. Sometimes we know so much that it becomes a theological or doctrinal mindset. But there is nothing on this earth that produces more results than the word of God. When you receive the word, we act on the word. We don't just receive the word and feel encouraged. No, otherwise a time will come where you still need the word that you have already heard before because you do not put it into action. Most people face challenges that they should not face if they had carefully listened and practiced what they heard from the word of God. So recently, or these days, you hear a child of God saying, I am depressed. I, 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 I always say this, that it is an error for a child of God to say you are depressed. It is a very big error. Don't tell me that I am insensitive. No, it is an error. As many that are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. How can you be led by the Spirit of God into depression? That's an error. Today, I want to talk about 
So I will first just expand on Christ consciousness, what it is about. Then we talk about what the Spirit of God is telling us today. That is Christ's reality. Jesus Christ did not come to die for our sins. But now you are a fake man of God. What are you trying to say? Relax. Jesus did not come to die for your sins. He came to die and paid for your sins. The book of Romans says, for the wages of sin is death. So Jesus came to pay for the wages of your sin. And bruise the power of sin over you. So 1 John 3 8 says, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And what was the works of the devil? Causing men to sin or the power of sin. When it comes to the body of Christ, when you are a child of God and you are going through a phase of life that nothing seems to be working. It does not mean God is not there or it does not. No, it means you do not have knowledge about it. The word of God says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. So what you cannot do, or maybe you are in a situation and you have been applying some principles and it's not working, it means your knowledge there is not adequate. So you see somebody who's not feeling well. Oh, brother, Lord, we have been trusting God to feel well. And, and I know, yes, I know, I know by stripes I'm healed. I know, I know, I know. That is an expression of a, of a baby Christian. You know that by his stripes you are healed and you are still telling me you are not feeling well. That's an expression of your, 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 your not knowing. One way to identify, one way to identify uh, a baby Christian, one way to identify a baby Christian is that a baby Christian is always in a hurry to show people what he thinks he knows. So when you see a small baby learning how to walk, when he sees maybe a new face in the family, he tries to walk for them. New person to see. That's the expression of a baby. When you're a baby, that's your expression. You always want to, you know, want, you know, hey, I can do it. I can do it. But just as I said, when it comes to the things of God, what you are not, where you are not producing results, it means your knowledge there is not adequate. Brother Larry, but the word of God says that uh, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. And you are still not feeling well. It means your knowledge on the, the, the topic of healing is not adequate. The Bible does not say for lack of prayer my people perish. It says for lack of knowledge my people perish. Uh, 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 you ask a, a child of God now. How are you feeling? Or how are you? You say, I, I am fine. How are you fine? 
What is that? How are you fine? When you see an unbeliever and you ask the unbeliever, how are you? The unbeliever is going to say, good. Or the unbeliever is going to say, I'm fine. Expression, you believer. You, you, you don't speak as the unbeliever speak. You speak what is ascertained to you to speak. That is the word of God. So when I ask you, um, a believer, a child of God, how are you feeling? Or how are you doing today? It shouldn't be, I am fine. It must be the language of the word. How are you? Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm a selling in power. Oh, how are you? That is the response. And until you get to this stage, you haven't gotten to the place of maturity yet. Or your knowledge on this particular um, topic is still not to the place where the Lord wants it to be. Let's go straight to the word of God. Can you all please hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. So John chapter 3, verse 16. The basis of our belief, the basis of Christianity, the emphasis of Christianity. It says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever mm -hmm. believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believe shall not perish. When it comes to the things of the kingdom, when you believe you have. We do not believe to get. That is hope. We hope to get. We don't believe to get. When we believe we have. Can somebody project that scripture for me, John 3, 16? Who is, who is there in the Bible that could be projected? Hello? Can you all please hear me? Yes, yes sir. Let me see if I'm, I can project the scripture. He says, for this is how um, the elderly verse, he says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his only, his one and only son that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So when it comes to the things of God, immediately you believe you have. John explaining the gospel unto us, he says, whosoever shall believe, you have so it has it has been there in the body of christ a doctrine that oh one day we will transfer to eternity one day we will be transferred to eternity but the scripture stated state is likewise or it's contrary to the word of god the word of god says whosoever shall believe so when i believe i have eternal life it's not that when i believe i'm, I'm going to get eternal life no when i believe i have this series of Christ consciousness 
is to bring to you the reality of how to overcome the basics, certain things that you think you are struggling with, mm. how you will be able to deal with it. So you say that, Brother Larry, me, when I go to school and I learn, I, I tend to forget. No. I, sorry, I always say this, that those things are, 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 are errors. Mm. One, we have an advantage, and our advantage is the Holy Spirit. But before we get, I even get to the Holy Spirit part of Christ consciousness, today we are talking about Christ's reality. So when we believed, we have. So now I've come to believe in Jesus. The last time I asked a question on my Instagram story, that the day you gave your life to Christ, what did you have? Some said uh, clarity. I think Daniel and my junior brother, Junior, answered it um, correctly. They said, we had life. Jesus Christ said something. He said the devil came to kill. The devil came to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that ye may have life and have it in abundance. I have come that you may have. So when he came and we believed in him, we have. So eternity is not when we get to heaven. The day we give to our, the day we give our life to Jesus, that's where eternity started for us. Amen. Eternity is not when, oh, Brother Larry, you know, um, uh, we will get to eternity and, you know, no. The very day you said, oh, Jesus, I publicly confess that you are the Lord of my life, according to the scriptures. He says that whosoever shall believe shall, shall, not, shall not perish but have eternal life. The day you gave your life to Jesus, that is the day eternity started for you. So the rapture of the saints, this is this is this is very basic. One thing to even have I've I've had so many messages and brother Larry, I don't think I'm going to go to heaven. Yesterday I did this, brother Larry, this. Let me let me let me get this thing point straight to you. The day you gave your life to Jesus, you publicly confess with your mouth that He is the Lord of your life. You did not struggle to get to uh, eternity. That day you gave your life to Jesus, you entered into eternal life. So the rapture is not like you are trying to escape. You are trying to escape. No, you are rather going home. Did somebody get that? You are rather going home. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, this brings me to the, what I want to say, to, one thing I want to say today. Enoch, walk with God and he was not. That's what the Bible says. Elijah, walk with God and he was not. As a matter of fact, the day we give our life to Jesus and we entered into eternal life. Today, I want to tell you this, that it is not every Christian that is bound to die. Apostle Paul said something. Apostle Paul said something. He said, if I live, I live for the word. 
And as a matter of fact, he chose that he would leave. He said, I live because of you. He told the church in Thessalonica. So he chose to be alive. Oh, brother Larry, but but when God says, God, God have, have, have the final say, yes, he is our father and he has the final say in our life. But why do you think you are a child of God? Hello, can you all hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Why do you think you are a child of God? So my, my father is telling me this. Oh, um, Larry, I want you to get this. Oh, daddy, could you please extend the time for me, please? Okay, Larry, on what basis should I extend the time for you? Oh, daddy, please, because of this and this and this and that. And I present my point. Hello, don't you think my father will give me enough time? Yes, he will. Hello? So, it is not like... It is not like you, you hear people say, oh, I've been struggling with this. Child of God, you are not struggling with that. You just don't have the knowledge of it yet. John 3.16. The basic, the 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 the, the, the basic like, what what ascertain what what um a child, every child of God like, the, the reason for our following of Christ, is because we heard John three sixteen, and as is projected here, he says that whoever believe him shall not, when you believe you shall not, perish but have eternal life. So the day you believed. You cannot perish. The thing you believe you have. So today I want to tell you something. That when you are going through a situation or you are in a dilemma and you keep saying, oh, 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 sir, 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 please, sir, Larry, please, I'm believing God for, I'm believing God for. It means you have few knowledge of what you are believing God for. Whatever you believe, you have in the things of the kingdom. So that I believed in Jesus. What did Jesus come to give? He said, I have come that ye may have eternal life. So the day I, I believed in him, eternal life was transferred onto me. So now I live in eternity on earth. It's not like I'm trying to get to heaven, I'm trying to get to eternity. No, the day you gave your life to Jesus, that is the day eternity began for you. So today I want to bring, I want to teach on Christ's reality. Most of you here, you maybe you have struggled with masturbation. Yes, deliverance came in. Maybe you have struggled with something or maybe currently you are struggling with something that you are even shy to talk to somebody about. I know without a doubt that the utterance of the word that David said, he sent his word and he healed our disease. That is, the, the word healed there uh, means, uh, in Hebrew, means a whole lot. It can mean deliverance, it can mean set apart, it means um, setting free. As the word of God proceeds out of me, I know without a doubt, as you are receiving, you are being set free. And your mind is being transformed. 
and renewed. Okay. Please, if you can get a notebook, turn on your videos and, you know, let's just be um, communication. Um, Abna, um, thank you so much. Can you please um, end the speech there? Thank you, my, 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 my sweet girl. Thank you, Mathes. Thank you, Mathes. Thank you, Mathes. So I want us to begin with this, Christ consciousness. I want to explain the basic of Christ consciousness. That's the series we are beginning today. And we will talk about Christ's reality today. Psalm 16. Psalm 16, verse 7. Abna, could you please project it for us? Psalm 16, verse 7. Mathes, could you please project it for us? Psalm 16, verse 7. So from verse 7 to 9, verse 9. Psalm 16, verse 7 to verse 9. Mathes, Mathes, are you there? Could you please project it for us? Are you there? Let me know if you are there. If you're not, I'll let someone do it. Psalm 16 from verse, from verse 7 to verse 9. Christ consciousness. I have explained already that the day you gave your life to Jesus, you entered into eternal life. It's not that you are now trying to get to eternal life. So the day you gave your life to Jesus and you said, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. Since that day, Jesus has never left you nor forsake you. Did somebody hear that? Since that day, since that day, you said, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. He has never left you nor forsake you. Christ, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, came to destroy the works of the devil. The works of the devil causing men and women to sin. So the day you give your life to Jesus, uh, you do not struggle. Um, Abna, Abna, are you are you there? The day you gave your life to Jesus, you, you, you are, the, the power of sin has been broken from you, your life forever. Malice, please go ahead. The power of sin has been, you have been, you have been separated from the power of sin. The day you gave your life to Jesus. And have entered a new life. And that life is the eternal life of God. He says, I will praise the Lord who cancels me. Psalm 16, verse 7. So the verse 8, Malus, verse 8, can you highlight it? Verse 8, it says, I keep my eyes on the Lord. With him at my with him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. The, wait on the verse 8. Can I get the um, NLT version of this? New Living Translation. I want to explain this unto you. L look at what the, how the New Living Translation puts it. It says, I know the Lord is with me. I know. I know. Consciousness. When, okay, Larry is here. How do you know? By your consciousness, you know that Larry is here. Can you, are you all following, please? Are you all following? 
Yes, we have. Is it only Daniel following? Are you all here? The New Living Translation says, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be seeking for he is beside me. So, not this. How do you know that somebody is somewhere? It's by your consciousness that you know. The day you gave your life to Jesus and you entered into the eternal life of God, you have to walk in your life of eternity. But because you do not know, you have been struggling. So you hear people say that, oh, Brother Lavi, you know, I've been trying. No. The moment you say you have been trying, you have, you have diminished it all. You, you, are, you are just, you, you do not just understand. We don't try. We live it. We don't try to live like, no, that is who we are, so we live it. That's what I'm about to show you right now. Of this same, of this same verse, um, Malice, can you give me the NIV? I keep my eyes always on the Lord. The, the, the NLT says, I know the Lord is with me. Good. So since I know that the day I gave my life to Jesus, he said he will never leave me or no, forsake me. So I know now I know that he is always with me. How then do I walk in the life he has given me? One, he says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Get me the KJV of this same verse. Listen to what the KJV also says. It's the same scripture. It's the same verse. KJV says, I have set the Lord always before me. I have set the Lord always before me. Mother says, okay, just cut this um, screen share. We will come back to this. Cut the screen share. We will come back to this. I have set the Lord always before me. So, a child of God do not struggle to live a life free of sin. One, 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 David said, I know the Lord is with me. One, the first thing you must note is that he is with you. And you knowing he is with you, two, set, your, set, set him always in the light. He said, I set my eyes on the Lord always. I have set my eyes on the Lord always. How did he set his eyes on the Lord always? One, by knowing he is with him. So you walk with the consciousness that God is always with me. Why? Because the day I gave my life to Jesus, he said he will never leave me nor forsake me. I entered into an eternal life. So from today, what did Jesus come to do? He came to break the power of sin over my life. He came to break the power of sin over my life. So you do not struggle to, oh, brother, Lord, you have been struggling to, you know, accept the fact that the moment you say you have been struggling to accept that fact, it means you don't know. 
Oh, brother Larry, you know, I've been, this guy, whenever this guy calls me, I don't know what to do. I will just go and meet him and the unexpected happens. Uh, brother Larry, it's not me, I just can't. It is because you don't know. You don't know that Christ is with you. So this is, this. let me give you a, a very practical example. You know that Brother Larry is coming to your house right now, and Brother Larry doesn't eat yam. Let, for instance, you know. So now that Brother Larry is in your house, will you cook yam for Brother Larry to eat? I want everybody to, everybody to answer me. No. Oh, what is here? No. And please, if you can, please kindly turn on your videos too as well. Would you cook yam for Brother Larry to eat? No. Because you know that Brother Larry does not eat yam. So, a child of God does not struggle to live a life free of sin. Why? Because he knows that the power of sin has been broken from his life. So you have the desire. You stand up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Today, this desire, in the name of Jesus, I place you under the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Break out from my life. You stand up and speak against it. Why? Because you know that it, it has no place in your life. It has no power over you. Its power has been broken over you. Oh, brother, Larry, I've been struggling financially. You know, this, you know, my, my mom, my family, you have been struggling financially. Let me, let me, let me. It is because your knowledge on Kingdom finances is, 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 is not to where it's supposed to be. That's why you are struggling financially. It is a total error for a child of God to struggle financially. Hey, Brother Larry. Brother Larry, how can you say this? Brother Larry, the, the Bible says that the testing of our faith, the Bible said the testing of your faith is not say the testing of your money. Oh, brother Larry, Jesus Christ said, um, in this world, we have troubles. The trouble, he did not say financial trouble, he said troubles. Whatever you would struggle with, it is because you do not have a knowledge of it. The reason why um, I know without a doubt that the Lord is letting us begin this series of Christ consciousness today. Is that so that you can have, David says something, what we read in Psalm 16 verse 8. He said, I've set the Lord always on my eyes, always. He did not say, I've set the Lord sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I'll set the Lord on my eyes. I'll go and watch a movie show. David did not say that. He said, I've set the Lord always on my eyes. I have set the Lord always on my eyes. When, it, when David says, I have set the Lord always on my I am always on my eyes, it doesn't necessarily mean he has going to take a picture of God and every day he's looking at it like this. No. I have set the Lord always on my eyes. What did the Lord come to do for me? What, what life has Christ given unto me? He came to die for me and pay the wages of my sin. He came to set me free from the bondages and the power of sin. I've set that mindset. It's always in my head. 
So David, whenever, when you look at the story of life of David, whenever he went to a battle, he always wins because he knows, and he said that it is the Lord that prepared my hands for battle. He knows what the Lord has done. He knows that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want protection will not be something I shall lack. How? Because he knows, because how does he know? He has set the Lord always on his eyes. You will hear youth of this generation saying, oh, I've been struggling with, I've been struggling with, but the person struggling with is also a child of God. So I, I tend to think that, ah. and the Lord made me realize that it is because they don't know. It is because you don't know. Because for lack of knowledge, the Lord said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Christ consciousness. Get me the scripture, Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. My friends, are you here? shall it brand as, as Malice is looking for the scripture, please, I want you to unmute yourself and begin to speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. in the name of Jesus Christ. Psalm 119, verse 11. Listen to what David said. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The word sin there means I might not go contrary against you. So let me break this down to you. I have hidden your word. When you read John chapter 1 verse 1, it introduced Jesus to us as the word. So David said, I have hidden you, Lord, in my consciousness. I have always you, I have hidden you in my consciousness. That because you reign and rule in my consciousness, I cannot sin against you. I cannot go contrary to your word. Did somebody get that? Hello. Amen. You you will not struggle. Mm. You, you will not struggle to become. Why? Because you have the word that is the Lord in your heart. It's always on your consciousness. You, you need money, oh God. Because God is your consciousness, you will not even go and tell anybody, oh God, brother, Lord, you help me with money. The first person that your first point of contact. It's because you have God, you have hidden the word in, in your heart. You, you, you have him in, in, in your consciousness. So you approach him, oh God. Lord, my school fees is coming, Lord. My mom is not having money. You are the, you are the only one I know. And because you have hidden him in your heart, you begin to present your case. I'll be teaching on all these, um, presenting your case. You begin to present your case. You begin to you begin to present your case, and because you have hidden him, you have hidden the way he's in your heart, and he is he rules and reigns in your consciousness. 
He is your first point of contact. So, dear child of God, this is an introduction to Christ's Christ conscience. I have not even spoken on Christ's reality yet. That is what we are supposed to do. I'm just giving you an introduction of Christ's consciousness. <laughs> The book of Matthew, Ma Malice, let's go. Ma Matthew. Matthew 27, verse 51. I'm now coming to talk about Christ's reality. Matthew 27, 51. Mandi Bakunda Brindi Shataya Badaba. Verse 51. The beginning of my, 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 my message, if you were here, I made a statement that the day we believed, we have. So when you believe, you have. Okay, good. And I said that we are not trying to get to eternity, no. The day we believed, we are the, the, the eternal life started here. The day we believed. So now I want to expatiate on that, the reality of Christ. And at this, you will begin to walk in a dimension of deeper understanding with your walk with Christ. Matthew chapter 27, verse 51. Listen, this was when Jesus was on the cross and the final uh, moments of Jesus before he went to hell. He said, at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn into two from the top to the bottom. The curtain of the temple, the curtain of the temple, Malice cut it. At that moment, when Jesus was on the cross and he was about to pass away, the moment he passed away, the curtain of the temple, and that curtain was there because that curtain um, separated the normal, the, the place where the people of Israelite at that time, the Jewish, they, they used to worship the Lord or they used to pray. At that time, that was where they used to pray. But after the um, temple, um, after the curtain was the holies of holies, where only the priests were allowed into. Only the priests were allowed into. But the day that the, the, the moment Jesus gave up ghosts, or the moment Jesus gave up on the um, on the on the tree or on the cross, that curtain torn, which represents that now it has been made accessible to all the presence of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, it has been made accessible to all, the presence of God. John 14, verse 1. John chapter 14, verse 1. And as she is opening, please unmute yourself, begin to speak in the language of the Holy Ghost. 
Look at this scripture very carefully. So let me just give you a bit of a bit of a backdrop before John 14. So John John 13. The, the, the latter part of John 13, Jesus was seated with his disciples at that time. And um, it was before the time that Judas went to, you know, betray him. And Jesus was talking about the fact that Apostle Peter was also going to betray him. And he was telling them that the son of man ought to go. And where he's going, we cannot be there. But it is um, mandatory for him to go. It is a necessity for him to go. So the verse 14, Jesus, um, I want you to know that the Bible was not written in chapters and verses. The chapters and verses were separated by theologians of old. So this whole letter, so the, the verse 13, um, the chapter 13 continues. I, want, I don't want you to see 14. So it continues from, so from verse 13 continues. Okay. The verse 13, um, verse 14, chapter 1. It says, um, chapter 14, verse 1. He says, do, Jesus, this is Jesus talking. He says, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Verse 14. Verse 2, verse 2. Oh, chapter 2, um, chapter 14, verse 2. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen to the words of Jesus. He says, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? Verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. I take it again from the verse 2. It says, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? Mind you, Malus Cartes, let me just expansiate. Makunda Basandi Brakusha Televrende Beketosa Mind you, mind you, Jesus. Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 1. He says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Okay. If that were not so, I would not have told you. If that were not so, I would not have told you. This is what Jesus said. He said, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? Jesus said he's going to prepare a place for us. That place is not heaven. Hey, brother Larry. My mom told me when I was two years old that yes, um, God said he's going to prepare. No, that place is not heaven. Okay. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? Verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, to be with me that you may be where I am. You may be where I am. The day we gave our life to Jesus, I have told you earlier on that eternal life started. 
I want to ask you right now, where is Jesus? Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Right hand, not right hand side, right hand of the Father. Jesus said he's going to prepare a place for us. That was before he died. So he was telling the disciples that he's going to prepare a place for us. And after he has finished preparing the place on the cross, and he die and resurrects, he will take us that where he, where he is, that is the right hand side of the father, there we will be also. Jesus was preparing the place. So in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, he introduces us to the place and how Jesus prepared the place. That is the place that we can say that by his stripes we are healed. So we cannot be in the presence of the Father. We cannot be seated with Christ in heavenly places and be sick. It is an error because Jesus said he's going to prepare a place. The preparation of that place, Jesus took our burdens away. The preparation of that place, Jesus took our sickness away. The preparation of that place, Jesus took whatever needs to be taken away. He took it away. So now, we are seated in Christ, with Christ, at the right hand of the Father. Listen to the words of Jesus very carefully. He said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not, that's what Jesus is telling us. Do not worry at all. You believe in God. You also believe in me. That's, that's the question. He was trying to say that you believe in God. You also believe in me. Okay. My father's house has many rooms. I, 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 I told you about the temple. That's how the temple was being separated. Like the, the, the curtain was separated, was separating from where the priests used to be. That is a room. That is the holies of holies. And where we used to fellowship, the Jewish used to fellowship at that time. That is also a room. So Jesus was saying that my father's house has many rooms. My father's mansion, there are many rooms in my father's mansion. My, the mansion of God. So let's say the church. Let's say, let's say a church. It is the mansion of God. And at that time, nobody was able to go beyond the curtain. Now Jesus said he's going to prepare a place for us. And where he is, there will be also. Mind you, Jesus is in the holies of holies. Now, Jesus has finished preparing the place on the cross. So, the curtain needs to be torn. That we may be at the holiest of holies where Christ is. It's not like we are trying to get to. No, we are not trying. That is where we are. My father's, my father's house. My father's house, that's the temple, has many rooms. And of course, that time it has many rooms. We have where the women sit. We have where the men sit. We have the holies of holies, where the priest was allowed to. That, those are the rooms. My father's house has many rooms. But I'm going to prepare a place. And after I finish preparing the place, I will come back for you. And when I come back where I am, that is where you will be also. And where is Christ? Christ is seated at the right side of the Father. That is the holies of holies. So the curtain has to be torn so that the holies of holies, we will not be seated at the back of the curtain, but we would enter into the holies of holies and dwell with God there. Amen. So it's not like we are trying to get, we are not trying to get to, that is where we are. That is where we belong. The reality of Christ in our life. Ephesians chapter 2. 
I want everybody, if you are here, please unmute yourself and read this with me. Read this, read this with me. Ephesians 2 verses 1, 2. Let's all read it together. 1, 2. Go. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In the heavenly... God raised up... Listen, he used two Christ there. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him so first you are with christ i want if you are right i want you to write that down that one i am with christ he raised us up with christ two and seated us with him in the heavenly ranks in christ jesus so there is two things the reality of christ in your life is that one you are with christ and two you are in christ So, child of God, you do not struggle. I've told you before, um, just, just, just before even we got here, that the moment it be like you are struggling, it seems like you are struggling, it means you have lesser knowledge there. So you need to feed on uh, 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 what would equip you to overcome that struggle, because you, th- 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 this is not our place. We are foreigners. Here, we are foreigners. We are seated with Christ, in, in Christ, in heavenly realms. That is where we belong. So you you hear a youth in this generation of but Larry, you know, this assignment is trying to give me a bit of anxiety. I'm being anxious, I'm being depressed. My sister, you are not depressed. David said, I've set the Lord always on my eyes. So you have an assignment. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lord, we are doing it together because you are with him. Oh, thank you, Lord. That I am in you. Oh, yes, we are doing it together. You are hit with circumstances of life, and you see a child of God crying. Why what are you? Why are you crying? Hey, brother, <laughs> I've told you guys, if anybody calls me and start crying, I'll, I'll hang up. It's not like I'm very, I'm insensitive. I'm not insensitive. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. But when you do that, when you call me and you start crying, you are polluting me. Brother Lori, I'll hang up and I'll give you 30 minutes after that. I'll call you myself. Oh, how are you feeling now? Are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? come to this reality. That is the word of God. You know, when I started teaching, I told you that what you think you know, don't, don't, don't bring what you know here. The fact that something has been there for long does not mean it is true. Mm. So the, the fact that, oh, you go to church and maybe you hear that one day, one day you'll get to eternity. One day you'll get to eternity. It's, 
contrary to the word of God. The word of God says, he who believes shall have. So when I believed, I have eternal life. And that is where eternal life begins with me. So you have known that maybe you be you the eternity begins when you get to heaven. But it is not the way. Of, so don't, don't, don't try and compromise what you think you know with what you are hearing today. Mm. You are seated with Christ in Christ. You are seated with Christ in Christ. The book of Romans chapter 8. I love that book so much. It says, and we, we have joint hairs. We are hairs and joint hairs. You are a joint hair. And you are hit with the circumstances of life and you begin to cry. Mm. It is because you don't know. Oh, Brother Larry, I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying. The moment you tell me that you have been trying, that is why I knew, I know that you don't know. Brother Larry, it is not, no, it is not normal. Stop saying it is normal. There is no, it is not normal. Whatever the world sees as normal the word sees it as at normal so whatever oh you you the, i started by saying this that you ask a, an unbeliever how are you and you say oh i'm fine and you ask a child of god a child of god how are you say i'm i'm fine I, I, listen to yourself you are fine how are you fine i am selling in power Oh, I'm moving from glory to glory. Or oh, moving from power to We speak that language. Why? Because we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And the language of God is the word of God. So where we are seated, that is our language. Our language is this. Where we are seated, our language is this. So your mom will say, hey, malice, malice, that thing is hard. Oh, ma, no, ma, stop, ma, stop polluting me. What is hard? What is it, it can't be hard, you know. African mothers will be like, Oh, edging, edging, me. Oh, I, I always, I always argue. I, I, I try to teach my mom all the time. What is that? It, it cannot, it, it's not in my territory, it is not in my system. It cannot be, it cannot be hard for me because I'm seated with Christ, I'm seated with in Christ in heavenly places. That place, it is not hard. The word hard is. It's, 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 it's contrary to that place. Oh, Dr. Lavi, I'm going through a, a season of wilderness. You are going through a season of what? Of what? Of what? Wilderness. Oh, don't be funny. Don't, don't, please don't be funny, okay? Okay? Don't be funny, okay? Even in that season, in that, in that, in that, in that time and in that season, that is where you must even enjoy the fellowship of God. Because you are seated with Christ in other places. And God has, God has isolated you to himself. That is the time for you to even begin a deeper intimacy with the Lord. But the life you are trying to be insensitive, that is the word of God. That is it. Maybe. Let me let me also say this that no maybe yes the issue is there that life struggle is life struggle is there but do not see that struggle see God the reason why Christ consciousness I've I've started this and the, the spirit of God has ushered us into these teachings 
Maybe you are, you are struggling. Maybe you are struggling with the sun. Maybe you are struggling dealing powerfully with it. Maybe um, last full thought or whatever it is. Maybe you are struggling with it. Do not see it. See God. Hey, brother Larry, he has begun. I shouldn't see what the thing is there. You are telling me not to see. Yes, don't see it. See God. Your ability to see God will cause you to the place of prayer, and the place of prayer will cause that struggle to end. Let's get to this final scripture, and we end today. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Hebrews 12, 22. So you live with your mom, and your mom, every circumstance, your mom will say, your mom will say, your mom will say something that is contrary to the word of God. You say, Ma, no, Ma, 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 it's an error for you to say that. Your dad, hey, you dear, you dear, yes. Repeat it. Maybe, yes, the circumstances there, but just don't accept it because it is it is not the language of where you are. It's not the language of where you have been born into. You have been born of God. You are seated in Christ with Christ in heavenly places. Whatever is contrary to the word, you cannot accept it. That is not your language. So, um, does anybody speak French here? Well, let's cut this one. I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Does anybody speak French here? Oh, nobody speaks French here. Tylon, can you hear me? Tylon, do you speak French? Hey, your name, did I pronounce it right? Are you, are you on? Are you here? Hermila, can you hear me? Hey. Wow. <laughs> Zosi, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear you. Let's come. Let's come, Hermila. So, Zosi, you speak to you, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was talking to my mom. That's fine. Tylon cannot speak because she's on a computer. That's why. All right. Tylon cannot speak, right? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, Doris, you speak to you, right? Yeah, a little bit. You speak to you. Okay, you speak to you a little bit. So, if I begin, Doris, the street at do you understand what I just said? No. <laughs> you don't understand, but I just spoke French. Yeah. Thank God that nobody speaks French here. You don't understand, but I just spoke French. So, because you don't understand, you cannot accept it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, what is... Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> because... You, you don't speak French, you cannot accept it, right? Yes, sir. Good. So, because you are born of God, you are seated with Christ in heavenly realms and in Christ. If I say anything contrary to the word of God, do you or must you or can you accept it? No. Good. The Bible said, life and death lies in the power of the tank. Those that knows it, eat its fruits. So when you know that you are born of God, 
you begin to eat the fruits that reshaping our life with the confessions or the daily language of our word. That is how to overcome. You, above, you overcome by knowing. Christ's reality. Get me that scripture, then we end today. Hebrews chapter 12, verses the number 22. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Listen, he said, but you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. So Mount Zion is the city of the living God. So whenever you see Mount Zion in the Bible or in the word of God, it means the city of the living God. He said, but you have come to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have, you have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. That is why when we give our life to Jesus, that is where we have come. That is where we are. So we are working on this. We are working here. We are, but the Bible said that we are we are with countless and thousands and thousands number of angels. Why? Because we have come to Mount Zion, that is the city of the living God. How did we come there? The day we gave our life to Jesus. That eternal life began for us. That is the day we came there. You overcome by 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 certain. We, we read in the book of Psalms, chapter one one nine verse eleven. He said, "Your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Because you have Christ in you. Whatever that is not Christ like, you cannot accept it. So you will not listen to any song that Christ is. It's not Christ like. You cannot accept it." Because you are not, you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, child of God. That is where you are. So imagine, imagine you are in the presence of God and you are playing. Malice, give me some of their songs. Give me some of their songs. Don't do like this. You, I know you listen. Give, give me some. Uh, uh, give me some. Give me some. Oh, Papa, please. Are you see? I'm stopped. I'm stopped. <laughs> uh, Somebody give me some of their. What's your favorite song? Somebody give me some of their favorite song. Hey, Lavina, give me some of your song. Lavina, I'm talking to you. Lavina. Me, Lavina. me. I don't, I don't listen. I don't listen to worldly music. Oh, somebody give me some of their songs and their movies. I know people push up. Malice, your face. Okay, you shall, you shall, you shall see. The day, the day you gave your life to Jesus, he said, but you have come to Mount Zion. That is where you are. So imagine you are, you are, you are seated in Christ and you are listening to this song. Literally, you are playing the song to the hearing of Jesus. Just imagine that. Contrary. So, so contrary. So, so contrary, Christ's consciousness, you always have Jesus, you have set him, you have set him on your eyes always, 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 all what you are thinking of is Jesus. Yes, the devil will try to bring that boy, that boy, that boy's name in your mind, but immediately, oh, you say, oh, yes, Lord Jesus, I love you. You begin to pray, you begin to sing, 
You begin to pray. You begin to sing. You begin to overcome. This is the reality of Christ that we have come into. We don't try in the kingdom. We don't try. We live it because we are. We don't struggle to become. We are. We, don't, we are not struggling to get to heaven. We are living in eternity on earth. The rapture, we are not trying to go away or get away. No, the rapture is the great cut up. Where we are going to meet our brothers and sisters. My brother like Apostle Paul. My brother like Apostle Peter. We, we are not struggling to get there. Christ consciousness. I want you to begin to just, if you can show your video, please show your video. Begin to speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, precious Father.